0: Okay, welcome back to episode number twenty-six. How are you guys doing? Woo! I'm doing great. Happy freaking Friday. Exactly. So you're here with myself, Olu, Shual, Pabilo, and Daniel. Peace sounding hella quiet. P you're right, big man.
1: Yeah, I'm alright. I'm just finished off some food.
0: (laughs) It's good to hear. Good to hear. So on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about um, one of the questions we got from our listeners. If we could talk to our younger version, so when we were like 20, old, what advice, what lessons have we learned that we, we would pass back to our younger self? And then we'll do, the book, we'll do the book review, which will be done by myself, Olu. So stay tuned and let's get started. Off,
2: take flight with you. We never fly, what would you tell your younger self so how young are we talking Olu what age what age is the reference let's let's get the framework So, the person said in your early 20s in your early 20s okay and can I ask yeah. what age that person is who was asking
0: <laughs> the person was <laughs> thirty. 30 30 this, nah, this some similar to us okay cool so similar to us I think most of the people in the group turning 30 no when I'm not next year Oli, you're turning in thirty this year. year are you
3: sure you didn't submit the question yourself
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I just I like to hang around with people my age or older so mm. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm glad it was older not younger so <laughs> um
0: so yeah what do you guys think about the question firstly I guess the question only really comes when I received the question the first thing I thought was The question only really comes when you look at your current situation Mm. and you feel like there might have been certain opportunities or things that you could have done differently. I feel like if you're content in your current situation, you guys can let me know, but if you're content in your current situation and you feel like you're developing and going in the right direction, that's not a sort of question you would... Probably think
1: about
0: what do you guys think I
1: disagree no, I disagree, I disagree. Like, like, like 2000% because 100%. because I think yep. no, no matter no matter how well you you, th- you think mm. you've done at this particular stage there's always things you could have done differently uh, maybe for the better uh, in the past so I hear I hear what you're I hear what you're you're trying to say but I still think despite your level of success uh, mm-hmm. there are things you could have definitely done differently
3: um, Daniel what do you think yeah I agree with you Pete I think in life, oh, yeah. no matter it doesn't matter what you've achieved. There are always things that you would have told you because even if you've got to a level that you want to be at, or even or you, even beyond that level, yeah, you might have said, "I should have worried less. I should not have worried about mm-hmm. that. That was very small, mm-hmm. or I should have gone all in on that." I, it's mm-hmm. no, it's, it's okay not to be hurt um, to some degree, whether it's love or friendships.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and always, there's you know, I guess in life, there's the life you probably. The, pro- the life you probably wished for, the life you've lived and the life you wish you lived. Mm-hmm. But you can't un- you can't understand the life you wish you lived unless you live the life that you lived. If you- if yeah, you
0: Yeah, but again, if you're saying, I didn't really get that quote, but...
2: I'm with really, you, I'm with you. I think,
1: Daniel, say, say that one again because it's powerful, but, but it's,
3: not, it's not a quote. It's I'm just talking. It's not a quote, but it's, in, it's, it's, it's like a riddle. It's like a riddle. It's just if you think about it, in life, there's there's a the life that you want to live. Mm-hmm. Then there's currently the life you're living. Mm-hmm. And in respect to your question, there's the life you wish you lived earlier, or the life you wish you lived. Okay. In the sense of okay. when you're looking retrospectively, yep. there are things you wish you did differently. Okay. So, but no, you can't understand but you can't understand that until you've gone through what you've been through.
0: But isn't that my yeah, point okay, I it makes mean, sense, makes sense. So what I was saying, Daniel, was like with that message and what you just said. Is all based on the fact that the life that you wish you had.
3: No, it's, but it's not, necessarily, it's, a neg- it's not necessarily a negative thing because it doesn't. You're, you're talking from, my understanding is you're talking from a perspective of if you're not where you want to be, you, you kind of wish you did things differently. Is that correct or am I wrong?
0: So I see as two. If you're not where you um, wish you were, or where you, if you're not content in your current situation, or you don't believe that you're on the right path to where because i see life as um there's element of it where is a discovery and i realize that some mistakes that you might have previously made or that you've gone through has allowed you to become a better person
3: so what do you think cuz you agree with all
2: No, no, I didn't, I did I was, I was more, No, no, it's not that, it's not that it's not that even disagreeing. You're just
3: going, you're going, mm, you're going, mm, so I I assume that you agreed, but what were your thoughts?
2: So that mm, was more in terms of acknowledging the point and listening, so that was just me um, showing my active listening, but I think I was, uh, I think you can ask people of any levels of success, is there anything that you would have done differently or what bit of advice would you give to the younger version of you. And I've actually asked that question to a lot of mentors that I have in the Mm. professional space and even personally. I don't think there's been one person that has said, um, just keep doing whatever you're doing. A lot of people, even the most successful people that I have asked, have always come back with, don't Mm. be in such a rush all the time. Um, As long as you stay focused, try and enjoy the moment that you're going through whatever you're going through, but you will eventually get there um because the common feedback that i've heard is sometimes if you're trying to rush everything to get to a certain position once you're there you look back and you realize that all that time that you could have spent enjoying going through that process which we have spoken about in previous episodes about looking at more the process versus the end goal then you kind of rush that and you can't enjoy that as much anymore so um i'm kind of in between both of you guys i think so, I think. yeah yeah cool. just just to on that point so um, I've also
1: I've also heard through several uh, levels of success they wouldn't have changed the scenarios that they're in but perhaps what they would have did done in that scenario they they perhaps would have changed so maybe it's the answer is somewhere in the middle between what me and Daniel were saying and what Ollie's point which is I wouldn't necessarily change how I grew up uh, and where I went to school and, and university and, and every, these kind of things or where I've traveled but in in that uh, phase I could have perhaps done something differently so it's more from that standpoint, but then, but I wouldn't necessarily look back and say, I, I want a whole new life.
0: You have to have the right balance. Cause I think my biggest thing is, and I think Daniel mm-hmm. might've mentioned it before was, or uh, I think Daniel Shua was that living in the moment is, I think the biggest one. When I think about certain things, because um, a lot of times we think about the future, we think about, okay, what next, what next, what next. And if I just think about myself, one of my, if I was to sort of give myself the advice and what I've been trying to take going forward is living more in the moment. So do I say, okay, previously mm. I didn't live in the moment. And because I'm thinking, if I told my younger self, Hey, live more in the moment. I'm like, would I have listened until I gained that sort of experience and realized, Oh, you know what? You need to live in the moment. I Yeah. I just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm.
2: I think and that's, and that's probably similar to what um, Dan, the point that I guess Daniel's trying to make. And Daniel, correct me if I'm wrong. How you're saying that you kind of have to go through what you go through to realize, of course, back yeah. what you missed or what you yeah. didn't
3: miss. Yeah, in, in simple terms, life is life is lived forwards but understood backwards. Cheers. <laughs> like, say that one again. Say that one again. Say that one again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Life is lived forward.
1: <laughs> wait, wait wait wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Say again. Say again. Life is lived forwards but understood backwards.
1: Come on, man. Um, so I've got, I've, got, I've got a few points here as to what I would tell my younger self. The first thing I, I, I listed down was to master the art of helping and serving more people. As we go through our journey now, we, we understand that uh, one of the biggest values that you can have within yourself is, is your ability mm. to look out for others, help others, because you know it always comes back around. Um, and growing up, there was always this notion of, me 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 put myself first i need to get it because i don't have it uh so before i before you get it i need to have it there's always that type of thinking um like for example take a basic example in school you didn't let anyone copy your test or copy your exam <laughs> no, I, it, no me, i'm true. sure i let you copy i'm
0: sure no 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 why
2: would
1: i
0: copy for, why copy yo, for yo, you please, please. Stevie, the reason you copied is because the first class. That's yeah. how you copied. <laughs> 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 yeah, but,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but if you think think about think about how many times, let's say university. <laughs>
3: Pete, I beg you pass my notes. You still get them from Listen, <laughs> let me, uh, listen. No. Well, let me, well, let me
1: look. I tell you guys, I tell you guys, I tell you guys now, yeah, none of your stuff worked to get me. I had to figure it out after. Is it? Is it? They don't work. <laughs> It didn't work, but no, it's, it's because because it also. I think I think this is something which would have been great to have mastered at an early age because, like I hear one of the one of the and I've mentioned it before. One of the quotes from Will Smith, he says that I have seen the heights of all parts of 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 areas in life, from the cars to the lifestyle to to traveling. What you name, it, he's seen it. But he says the one thing that that tops everything is being useful to others. So, you know, if I could tell my younger self at early twenties, I would say always do everything to help others and serve because it will come back around and you and you'll be in a much better position and I think when I look at myself now I know uh, there have been a number of opportunities that have been hindered because I've, I've thought about myself mm-hmm. too much
0: and is that something that you're changing like going forward like that's something you're working on
1: Of course yeah of course it's it's a it's a slow progress but slow progress is better than no progress but it's a it's a tough one because if you 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 need to see a lot of examples of people mm-hmm. doing it understand it. Um, and you can't do it, you can't fake it. It has to be genuine. So it's also about wanting to serve people in something which you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. If you just put yourself out and say, I want to help, I want to help, I want to help, because you know it's going to come back, it will be read by others. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that would be, that would be what I, that was my first thing I put down. What about yourself, Shua? Do you have any? That you
0: would tell you about yourself.
2: Um, well, just kind of reflecting now, because I mean, on, on one hand, I could have said, when I was at university, when I first started, I should have focused a bit more from the beginning. But on the flip side, because I tasted that, what felt like a massive failure after that first year, Mm. that helped me kind of reassess everything and readjust, which maybe in the long term had even bigger benefit. Probably, and I'm just thinking now, probably one of the areas I would tell myself is, I think very early on in my career, I was focused a lot on my individual career and where I was moving. And I felt like I was always there to help my parents whenever they needed something. But then probably, I think I've shared in the podcast before that my father had his health scare and had a stroke. Now that happened because of multiple kind of health issues that he had in the past um, and lack of diet and exercise. Mm. Um, But maybe if I was a bit closer and more aware of the situation that he was going through from a personal health standpoint, then I could have helped him a little bit more so i don't know what the layer to my it would be basically the the feedback that i would give is don't take for granted the fact that as well as you getting older and you focusing on the life that you're trying to build that your parents are getting older as well and if you want that relationship to last as long as you would like then ensure that you invest in those relationships and help them health-wise as much as you would invest in yourself so that's probably Mm -hmm. what i would would say cool but what were you saying? What are you saying, Ali? What's your... What's your um, what's I think your... the moment one is one um,
0: sort of just living in the moment. Um, I think a lot of times the younger self, life will be going good, but sometimes I'll be looking beyond that, like, okay, I can't wait to so-and-so time, to this, to this, to this. And looking back, sometimes, like now what I do is just try and pause and just look back and say, yo, that was a great moment and just truly try and Mm. acknowledge that moment as you're going through, even when it's got difficult periods. um, I think there was a book, um, I think it was either Pabilo or Daniel Bailey that recommended it to to me. Um, Subtle Way of Not Giving an F-U-C-K, where it was just talking about in life, everyone's going to have problems. um, And it's just really the problems that you're willing to deal with so me just understanding that life is just going to be full of problems it's just that's a constant there's Mm. always going to be some sort of problem there's always going to be something that you're trying to solve but just enjoy your the phase of life that you're in because it could it could be worse it could be better but just enjoy it because those are going to be the moments that you cherish
2: and is that something that you've realized in the last couple of years or is this something that's gradually growing over time? Or? So this is something that
0: I've realized more in the last sort of two, three years. I think coming off okay. tra- traveling as much as I used to and now being based more in yeah. London, I think now yeah. I'm like, oh shoot, maybe I should have slowed down a little bit more and like taking it in more. So sometimes mm-hmm. I was, I'll be on my phone just going through old pictures and being like, that was amazing. <laughs> like <laughs> So, I think it's just making sure I just live in that moment because there's going to be a time right now, we're all blessed to be young and healthy. So, just experiencing mm. and living in that moment because there's going to be a time when we're 50, 60, and we're like, ah, oh, I miss when I'm 30, <laughs>
2: and stuff like that. So, just living yeah, in the moment is yeah. the big thing. Because that means, last but not least, Daniel Johnson. Oh, gosh. I I
3: thought you you had forgotten about me, to be honest.
2: Mate, who would ever forget about Daniel Johnson, bro? Come on. Well, well,
3: the first thing I would tell my younger self is... Fix your face. (laughs) No, not (laughs)
2: fix
3: (laughs) your (laughs) face. Okay, you got me. You got me. (laughs) You got, me, uh, you got me you got me, you got me, shout, you
2: got me. Out, shout out melissa by the way that clip is I mean, funny dms about that yeah do you know how
3: many i've been getting as well <laughs> Yo,
2: you know, what we need to
0: do? you know what we need to do we need to trademark that put on that a t-shirt like we need to put out a t-shirt on the website to yeah, fix 100%. Your face.
2: once that once that online store is up and running uh looking at pabilo Timbo, that's another merchandise idea all right, cool. uh, Daniel, Daniel, sure, Daniel, uh, Daniel,
1: what were you saying? Someone was sure I was making some noise, cause Daniel, what were you saying?
3: <laughs> 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 what about what? Nah, go on, go on. Your next thing. Oh, then. oh, my, my, oh yeah, yeah, My first, my first thing I told my younger self is, don't ever compare, don't ever compare yourself to other people. Hmm. That's number one. Um, the other things, oh, some of these things I'm going to share. Some I've done, but I would reinforce, um, I would have reinforced the message to my younger self. Hmm. Um, but also, I'm not looking. So I'm look also. Thinking around the age group of like seventeen to twenty-one, rather than mm. just early twenties, I'm thinking about my late teens as well. Um, save more. Um, save more, more. Save more that money. You,
2: yeah. You've been spending wild, then.
3: Save more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's
1: let's keep yeah. let's keep it real. I mean, Daniel's been living the high life since yeah, since like high sixteen.
2: Life, man. He, I'm <laughs> sure he did his driving lessons in like an Audi convertible,
3: bro. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Now, being transparent, I would, I would have saved more. Mm. Um, I'll do Continue and do adventures, take adventures, travel, I, and have new experiences. Uh, if, I
1: save, if I save anymore, I'll end up on the streets because homeless. am <laughs> 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 so, so,
3: so, um, homeless. Take, do adventures, <laughs> try new things. Um, I would have told more people around me how much I appreciate them and love them. That's something I do more often now. Mm. Um, take, you never, yeah, I, that I've not received I haven't received that text I, I haven't received any of that <laughs> Daniel Daniel
2: Daniel, Daniel <laughs> safe, yeah, there's a reason safe, safe, for that safe, safe, safe. <laughs> 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 I haven't received that text yeah. I was going to say Daniel I was going to say Daniel thanks for that text you sent me a couple of weeks
3: <laughs> oh, no worries no worries <laughs> um, he never picked up the phone call you've never picked up the phone stop <laughs> lying bro come <laughs> um, on yeah so yeah also um, don't be afraid to fall in love even and if it doesn't work out afraid, don't be afraid because, you, you know, you're at that young age, 20, in the early 20s, you probably, there's someone you might like. Don't be afraid to tell them how you feel. And what's the, what's the worst they can say? No. But then, you, Daniel, you know, you, you get over life, you move on. Yeah, sorry? Yeah, that's
0: one that I... Okay, you're, well, too, you're too scared
3: to say well, you're too scared to say it on yours shut up shut up touch <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nerve touch the nerve man!
1: this podcast is heating up this everyone. podcast <laughs> is heating up no, no,
2: every, everyone's <laughs> in their feelings
1: this evening oh my god. you'll feel that one I think we should pass, yeah, I pass it on to Olu Olu continue Olu continue
2: <laughs> no
0: no no this, I just say I just say <laughs> I agree no no no, no, no. Yeah, I know they're trying to put me on the spot <laughs> I'll
3: you in a second but what well, I mean is, but I mean? Don't be afraid to fall in love. That's what I would say to myself. Don't be afraid because when you're in a situation, you're, you're always thinking, What if? What if? What mm-hmm. if this? What if that? But what if not? And the only way you can understand or go through the only way you can get an answer is by actually expressing how you feel, tell people how you feel, and it, it helps you. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's a no, it's a no. But then you move on. Yeah. But Daniel, so Olu, Daniel, what happened with you? How do you protect your heart? Huh? How do you protect your but, heart? But, but, to love and, to, but to love and to be loved, you have to be vulnerable. That's true, man. That's true, man. I wish I
0: met you when I was seventeen, and
3: you told me that, man. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. We might not be friends right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, no, that's, but that's one I, I definitely agree with. I did. No, nah,
3: yeah, I, I, that's the probably the one thing I would say, especially when I talk to like younger cousins and etc. And they tell me about someone or whatever it may be. I'll be like, Have you told the person? They're like, No. Be like, why? Why not? Oh, I'm scared. But the thing is, you're always gonna be stuck in that fearful state until you say how you feel.
2: Mm-mm.
3: And something my parents always told me, not relating to um, females or anything, but what well, was relating to females. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, how many females yeah, 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 Where are <laughs> you going with this, Mr. Johnson? They're they talking, they talking in general of the opposite sex, of saying, remember, no one can read your mind. If you're thinking something, say it, because mm. you can't read someone else's mind, they can't read your mind.
0: Damn.
3: And that just helps in communication.
0: Oh, Daniel, that's so true.
3: I agree. Totally agree. Olu, do, to do you want to add a bit more to that? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, feel like you hold, Oli, I feel like you're holding back a few things. No, I'm not yeah. holding back anything. I, I because, because, because from the start of this recording, you've been a bit mellow, and maybe it's the topic that we're discussing, <laughs> well, and it's bringing really back it's some nice. memories, I don't know. But, I mean, I don't know, you tell me. Maybe you would have told yourself you would have told your younger self a lot of things.
0: Uh, no, not really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, that is
0: <laughs> funny. That is funny.
3: Um, <laughs>
2: that
0: is no, funny. but um, I saw this really cool um Instagram post and I just wanted to get you guys thought about this. Um, be who you needed when you were younger. So be the person that you needed when you were younger
3: what to someone else
0: yeah to someone else so what you guys doing to sort of advise the younger generation so that because i feel like a lot of times we need to pass down a lot of the lessons that we've learned mistakes how do you help like the younger generation what you guys doing in terms of that
3: i'm being honest and transparent with them and open with them because when i for example today at work there's someone who's on work experience and he was he was asking me what I do at Search and he asked, Is this something you always wanted to do? And I said, loosely speaking, no, it wasn't. I told him what I oh, studied at A level.
2: What, what a question. Bloody I
3: told Lord. him I told him what I studied at A level. I told him what I wanted to do at university. Uh was there were a, a number of things I wanted to do. I told him what I ended up doing, how I ended up in that situation, and I told him what I do now. Because what help is it if I kind of skip parts of the story and not transparent and open with him? That doesn't help him mm-hmm. because he might he's at a crossroads at the moment of whether he wants to, hes finished his GCSEs, whether he wants to go into an apprenticeship work or university, um, college. But I told him when I finished my GCSEs, I wanted to do A-levels in the hope of going into university. Mm-hmm. I told him the subjects I chose, biology, chemistry and business studies because of the subjects that interested me. I then told him what my what I thought of doing at university, but what I ended up doing at university and then how I ended up here, but did you tell him? Did you Daniel, tell him that you are doing
2: a podcast as
3: well? Has, no, no, that I didn't. Then no, you're, but then, yeah. Switching
1: gears for a second, what did you get in biology and chemistry? <laughs> I got uh,
3: CC. Okay, you done alright, boy. No, no, not what I wanted. I'm
0: thinking, um, I think he's but, talking in comparison to him
3: correct <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but, then, but the thing is we i think i had half an hour of him but the person who was looking after him i messaged her after said um she asked me how did i find it. i said well i hope i was useful and etc because it was a t- the time was short and i tried to be very basic on what i said i'd do because i didn't want to confuse him she said oh no he really liked it he liked you and then i thought about it i said actually in fact if he wants to spend more time with me And it doesn't have to be work-related, but could be about anything about what his options are at the moment now he's on his GCSEs. I'm happy to speak to him because one thing I understand and one thing I recognize is for a black young male, most often than not, they don't have a positive role model.
2: Mm.
3: Number two, they don't necessarily like to speak about what they're challenged with or the different, they don't always know the different options available to them. Mm. And number three, they don't always have someone who can help them. So I want to make myself available, no matter what, whoever it is, that let me be honest and transparent and open with them and help you where I can because I may not have the answers, but someone I know may have the answer or be able to help you down the route you want to go. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing in a nutshell. No, that's amazing, bro. Yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, you guys
1: are no strangers to this. Myself and sure are running the um, mentoring programme. We've been doing it for the last seven years. Uh, every year we have at least minimum about seven interns. This year we've got 18 interns. And it's just, it's it's actually a privilege to be in a position where you've gone through the experiences yourself. And just like Daniel was saying, you can can help to uh, be very transparent and open with these interns who are looking to decide on what they want to do with their career, uh, decide on what they want to do with their life. And um, it's really great to be in a position where you can share different perspectives. So I think our only aspiration is to see how we can scale this up to not only doing it for, um, you know, 10 plus but 100 plus a 1, thousand plus so um yeah we, we i have this this saying that resonates with me it's, it resonates with me is like pass on your advantage so we all we all have an advantage uh, we've all we've all been grateful for that advantage and i think it's a responsibility to continuously pass it on to others so they can actually uh, benefit
2: as well and i think even closer to home p we i think the ones that have got Younger siblings as well. I think when I went to university, I was the first one from my house to go. So it was a big deal even for my mum to let her oldest son move to London for university. Mm -hmm. If I think about family friends at that time, no one had done that. So it was kind of groundbreaking for my parents to allow that, to then go on and have a career abroad, etc. And now whenever coming through myself, whenever I speak to family friends or younger cousins and nephews, I always tell them the benefits that I've had from moving to to another city for university, moving abroad. Um, And this year, just building on the point that Pabilo made of the the interns that join every year, we've been very closely um, working on hiring these interns. And actually this year we've had, uh, my youngest brother who came through, he's doing a formal three month summer internship if he's listening, shout out. Um, And also another one of his friends from Portsmouth, who's also an Asian demographic, has come through and he's the first from his household to study at university and move abroad. So going through the same footsteps that, I've been through, and um, just to note, I have not been biased in the process. I was completely out of their hiring process, Um, but going through that and seeing the impact that I've had in my family's lives and knowing the impact that they will have now in their immediate circles life, just trying to pay that forward to the next generation. And you hope that they continue to do that as well.
1: Yeah, I was part of the hiring process. I was very biased, Uh, (laughs) and you know, it is what it is. (laughs) You've
0: got to put them on. And Pabilo, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) <laughs> it's
1: called yeah, ne- I
3: know, it's, I know. it's called. It's if, called nepotism
1: if it was if it was your younger brothers mm. if it was your, your, your younger brothers there would be no application exactly. process so um, two other things I wanted to add two other points I had on this list as to what I'd tell my younger self the, the second one was to understand very clearly that idleness is a disease and to always find ways to use your unused time so uh, you know spending time like, you know when you have weekends that you don't do anything or you're you, you, your weekdays, your the evenings in your weekdays don't have anything on the agenda. Um, get in the habit and the routine of of packing out your days and building that muscle of understanding I always need to be busy with doing something productive.
2: Nah. Daniel's been listening to that episode on no. how to say no effectively.
1: <laughs> um, no, but, okay, do you want to explain why you said no? <laughs>
3: sorry, sorry, I, was, I, was, I, I felt like throwing out there, so
1: <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because if we're talking about. No, go ahead. No, I just thought. No, I meant. Oh, I felt like oh, just making oh, okay, that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, I think. I just think it's. I think. I think. So a lot of the problems that, that arise in in a London uh, and other parts of the world is because the youth or if 20 plus doesn't have. Their agenda is not packed out enough with things that are productive and things that can keep them busy. When you've got too much time on your on your hands to think, that's where. I mean, it was even in that book, Outwitting the Devil. That unused space um, can be used for things which are not productive. And so idleness is a disease. And the third thing I had on the list was try and figure out your one thing really, really early. I think the world needs needs more experts than generalists. Uh, So this whole idea of being a jack of all trades is is not going to work. So if you can figure out your one thing, whatever it may be, um, as early as possible. Imagine if you think about it, imagine if you was 15 and someone said to you, find your one thing you would spend a lot of your time, um, you know, developing a framework or a thinking framework to, to get to that point. Um, and then,
0: but that, that line is easiest. Like, how would you find that one thing?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm now you're making me think. Um, but I think, no, (laughs) no, no, I think, I think the point I make, I have to, I have to give it a think. but what I'm basically saying is if someone had planted that seed early 13, 14, 15, um, you would have, you would have, you know, clocked up your 10,000 hours, become an expert, and then you can actually really add value yeah. in that particular space. So I think that would have been a very valuable piece of advice to be given um, at a younger age.
0: Yeah. I think mean, that one is tough because I'm I, my um, point would be try as many things as possible at a younger age. Like, fail quick. like Yeah, but you do it to see,
1: more- to see what you like. So that would be a way to get there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think is try as many things as possible as soon as possible fail quick, and take more risk would be the ones on my list So I'm like...
1: And just, so you made me think now, um, one way, and I saw an exercise that could work for for those that are listening, Um, it's kind of figuring out where where it intersects the circle. So they say, uh, draw one circle, and in that circle, write down your strengths. Then draw another circle next to it and write down what people compliment you as you walk through your life. And in the third circle... Uh, write down what you can effortlessly discuss on a Saturday afternoon and where those circles intersect is what you should spend most of your time doing and perhaps could be your one thing
0: Yeah, maybe we'll do another episode where we go into how do you find your one thing or your
2: yeah, specialty okay uh, cool actually guys I had one one question for you right i probably I don't know if you want to if there's anything else you wanted to add on it before we potentially move to the book review but the question I had is mm. if you if you had the choice yeah of of 15 million dollars given to your bank account today or, or you can go back to being 18 years old knowing everything that you know now but you can go back to being 15 million.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. I didn't
2: finish. I didn't finish.
3: Right. So Give me that 15 million. Take, so,
2: so, you, so you go back. You go back. So let's just keep it. Let's keep the numbers easy. So you're 28 years old. So you have the choice of getting paid $15 million now. Or you can go back 10 years to when you were 18, just before you start uni. And everything that you know, you know at that point, and everything that happens historically since then will all happen again. But the only person in the world that knows what has happened in the last 10 years is you. What would you take?
1: I'm okay. going, go on, Daniel. Daniel, go ahead.
2: It's like, <laughs> still 15 minutes. <million.
1: laughs> you know why? You know why you know it's a tough question? Because we're still young so 15 million now yeah,
2: we're still is what you want to be no but this is the thing but, but, but Pete it's, so in, So you've got back you're so 18 what I'll right? do is I'll you, go um, no, I'm, I'm going, I'm go, going back I'll to 18 back. because I've got go because I've got
1: 11 years I've got 11 years, got 11 years I, and I will 100% surpass 15 million with what I know today
3: if I know like okay, listen, Bitcoin 15 million I mean, bitcoin I can stop I hold up you're rewinding you're rewinding back to 18 with that same bank balance
2: yeah no I'm telling you let me, Let me finish. Same, same. No, do you know? So the, the way, okay, yeah. Go ahead, Daniel. But you're going back. You're you're back. The only thing that's changed versus then versus now is you're 18 years old again, but you've got the mind of a 28 year old, and you've learned everything that you've already learned. And only you, you in the world, knows every, everything. No, I think that's you know what you got to
1: do, sure I think you got to raise the age because. I'm just thinking about it now. Why go back at 18? Why are you guys so can, difficult? I... Just answer your question. No, right? no, no. Because just the answer, answer the question. The thing is, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm <laughs> starting to side start with Daniel right now. I'm super young. 15 million with what I know, I, we can take off right now. Why did oh. you got you got basically raise the age now? It, it needs to be something at like the age of 14, 50 million versus 18, and now because
2: okay. yeah, no, but do you know, but yeah, go ahead. right now, right, and then I'll
1: right now we're super young. So if you yeah. and we and I personally feel like. I'm just now understanding what I need to do.
2: But but, but that's the thing. Imagine imagine you have
1: that
3: understanding. bam. Take that 15 million. You can still make Forbes 30 under 30. Simple.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Imagine all that understanding that you have now and all that wisdom that you have now about the books, about everything, investing, all of that. You will still have that at the age of 18. On top of that, on top of that, sorry, just one final point. On top of that, you know that Bitcoin is going to blow up, so you can okay, spend a hundred pounds. Come on, come on. No, you, you, know, you, know, you know, you know, you know, you know, that Facebook, <laughs> that Facebook is going to blow up, so you can take that flight to to Boston, find Mark Zuckerberg, and get him to be your boy. There's so <laughs> many options. <laughs> <to be laughs> no, 18, no, 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 no <laughs> But it can't,
3: you, know, you can't. <laughs> the thing
1: is, I don't. You can't. That can't be the criteria because then what you're basically saying is like you're like you're going back in time. It needs to be. Time. It needs to be going back at the age of 18. So. For, for, the the for you don't know anything about know Bitcoin, Bitcoin and how Facebook.
3: And it is for us to decide and move forward. So 15 million, simple. Hey, sure. Why that? <laughs> so Daniel, Daniel's answered. <laughs> Daniel's answered. Thank you. At least there was one decisive <laughs> person. Yeah, answered. Honest, you think you have to finish
0: that question. Give me that milli. For me, <laughs> for me, I'll take the 15 because I'm still
3: very young.
2: Jeez, oh, jeez. I'll oh, you. actually, I, would, I
3: would
2: actually go back to 18.
3: Okay. You can even give me 10. <laughs> <I'm afraid. laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not even cheap. I got, to I've got plans. I got net present value. I can make that. I can make that triple up. No, I think I think yeah. I'm taking
1: 15 now. B, trust <laughs> me. Yeah, I'm, I'm trust cause me. I'm because so, I'm taking you're 15 now. I'm, back. I'm... You're the only
2: going
0: back. You don't even have go back. If you change the criteria, then I think differently. Yeah, he, he but... doesn't need to change his criteria. He, it was his question.
2: I'm changing his criteria. Michael, we got the yeah. answers anyway, so go ahead, Olly. <laughs>
3: Uh, cool so thank you very much you've all heard about what we're gonna oh I'm not Olu but anyway you know I'm not Olu um thank you very much for listening to what we'll tell our younger selves and now we're gonna pass it over to Olu for this week's book recommendation thank you Daniel Johnson okay so on
0: this week (laughs) on this week the book that I'm gonna be talking about is called uh misbehaving the making of um, behavioral economics by a person called Richard um Taylor.
3: So, has any of you read? That's the book I was going to review next week. Oh. Really? Have you... So you read the book? Oh no, you snooze,
2: Daniel, you snooze, you okay. lose. That's it nah,
3: cool. It's cool. I'm joking. I'm playing. No, I haven't heard of the book. No. So, um, the... <laughs> I don't know why you said that, but let's continue. <laughs> um, so the book really looks at
0: how people make decisions. So. How do people make decisions? Why people buy certain things? And the way the book tries to address it is a lot of economics, or the book calls it e So econ is just someone that's very logical, um, very, um, they weigh out the pros and cons, they calculate everything. Most books, when it talks about behavior, follow someone that's very logical and very informed. Yeah. But, the world doesn't exist of these sort of people. It's full of human beings who sometimes make decisions based on emotions. um, Sometimes makes decisions when they're not so knowledgeable. We could take Brexit as one topic or how people voted for Brexit without being very informed. Like um, what they class as an econ would have been someone that would have weighed off all the options and would have said, okay, remain, for example. So, that's really what the book sort of looks into. And the reason why I picked up this book, I was recommended by a friend and I've, I've just started to get a great interest in like people and what decisions and how people make decisions, because I think it's something that's very important in every stage of your life. If it's work wise or just your personal life, because you can really start to understand the logic or the, <laughs> how people might not be logical in certain decisions And you can also play towards it. So the book goes about one example. I want to ask you guys this question. So get you guys involved. Um, So Daniel, let me pick Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) let's say you purchased a bottle of wine five years ago. Yeah. For ten dollars. Sounds
2: like sounds like sounds like he's opening. Yeah, yeah. sounds
0: Um, like he just opened (laughs) one, right? So let's say you bought, yeah. you purchase a bottle of wine, five years ago for yeah, ten pounds. Yeah, for yeah. ten pounds. Now, yeah, that bottle of wine is worth a 100 pounds. Yeah. So I yeah. come up to you and say, "Hey Daniel, I want to buy that bottle off you for ten. It's for four hundred. Sorry, would you sell it to me? Yeah,
3: for 100 hundred pound in five years. Yeah. You wouldn't.
0: No. Okay. No. Now." Let's say you go to, you, let's say you drink this wine. So you drink this bottle of wine, mm-hmm. you enjoy the bottle of wine. If you were to go to a restaurant, would you pay a £100 for that same bottle of wine? What, same age? Just, yeah, same age, same bottle of wine. So you've already drank yours. Would you go back and buy that exact same bottle? For
3: if I enjoyed it, definitely. Let's yeah. say it was just an okay. It wasn't a special. No, if it's if it's okay, then probably not. But if it's something I enjoyed, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll pay top, top dollar. So what the book looks at is, that's- if you're not willing
0: to sell me that bottle for a hundred,
3: yeah, yeah,
0: but you're willing to drink it, then you're basically saying that that bottle is worth more than a hundred. If you're being logical in that particular situation, if I've come and offered you a hundred for that bottle, and you're not willing to sell it to me, but you drink it, that's basically saying that this bottle is worth a hundred or more which then means if you were to go to a restaurant or whatever, you would pay a hundred for this bottle. So the reason why the book sort of looks at that is because it talks about okay. something called opportunity cost. Yeah. So it looks at opportunity cost versus what it classes as out of pocket cost.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's a business studies boy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so <what> it, <laughs> so when it says opportunity cost versus out of pocket cost is basically trying to tell you that we value things that we own. Yeah. That we have in our possession more than something that we don't have, yeah? So the perfect example of this is something called um, loss aversion, yeah? Whenever you invest in shares, yeah? It hurts you more when you lose than if you win the same amount. Like, I could talk about, like, Bitcoin, yeah? The time when I lost, I think it was a thousand, two thousand on Bitcoin, I was thinking about that for such a long time but I've got other investments that I've made over 1000 2000 It doesn't give me the same amount of joy than the amount of pain of the loss. So the book sort of looks at it It basically evaluates that. Mm. A pain... Sorry, a loss... Yeah, the pain of a loss is double than the pleasure of a gain. Because when we already have something and we lose it, it hurts more than just potentially gaining something. The book, <laughs> book sort of looks at the difference between a buyer and a seller. If someone was a buyer and trying to sell something, they would more likely give a higher price than if they were buying that product, they would probably look to buy a lower price. So it talks about how that's not rational in terms of the mindset. So the reason why I picked up the book and why I really particularly liked the book was just because now that I've started a few um, businesses on the side, I'm sort of looking at the book and on how you you frame certain things so how do you market a particular product when you know the mindset of a buyer or a typical buyer so that's sort of the book um it covers like multiple different examples multiple different um theories that you can look into um i'm not sure if you guys have any other questions otherwise we can sort of wrap up there
2: as you probably the probably one question i had from my solo is when you yep. were reading it what was the, did you have any big revelation moments where you're like like something just clicked like oh this makes sense yeah i think the biggest one was just more around um the opportunity cost
0: so they talked about another example Mm -hmm. of um there were these guys that were given a free ticket like a free ticket to a basketball game or to an event Mm -hmm. and it was snowing or whatever so they decided not to go so they asked them oh if you guys have paid the the value of this ticket, like the hundred pounds or whatever price for this ticket, would you have gone? And they said, yeah, we would have sort of done whatever it took to, to go because we paid for it. Um, so that opportunity cost made me start to think that I should stop valuing stuff based on if I paid for it or if I didn't pay for it, but truly what is the value of that particular item? Or what's that value of that opportunity? So I'm not looking at it as oh, I paid for it, or I didn't pay for it, but more just looking at, okay, mm-hmm. this is worth X amount and oh, let me okay. just live to that based on that value of it, not just devalue it just because I didn't mm-hmm. pay for it, et cetera. But also understanding mm-hmm. that that's how people think. So um, mm-hmm. another good one is like when you employ someone, they were saying that it's mm-hmm. better to, you know, like commission. A lot of people get like commission or whatever. So one day when I get my business and they need to hire a CEO, yeah. I'm going to say to the guy, I'm going to be like, if you hit a certain target, most people say if you hit a certain target, I'm gonna give you a push. Yeah. But the book says the best thing to do, because the person can't really value that. Oh, if you hit a certain target, I'm gonna give you a push. They can't value that because they don't have the push. The book says the best way to do that is give the person the push the first day and say, I'm gonna take this away from you if you don't hit your target. So now because that person is gonna be experienced that car and
3: they like not tell it. it. Now, the more I'll run that car regularly, you know, I'll <laughs> <laughs> resign. Obviously, you have exceptions like Daniel, who are-
0: <laughs> but no, by the person having that car, they're going to work a certain, a mm. different way. They're going to feel they're going to value already and they're going to want to keep it. So, that book gives you so, mm. sort of different mentalities of how do you think and how do you, uh, how do other that's people a
2: solid think point but actually Olu, Olu, probably this is my final comment from my side just thinking in reverse what about the logic of so basically the point is if you give people something and then you take it away they'll appreciate it more yeah. and it will kind of influence them to behave in a certain way but what about the example when um kids who have yeah. grown up in wealthy scenarios or wealthy families when they grow up yeah. they kind of lose the value of of money or they lose the value of that because they haven't earned it themselves
0: yeah i think the book doesn't just go into that specific example that i can recall i think for me personally is if you i think Mm. Mm. every parent tries to create a better lifestyle for their children it's going to be natural like our kids are going to have a certain level of privilege that we never had yeah me personally i've always that's something i've always struggled with or struggled to understand because i can't remember where i read it but it was like why is it mm. that every son of a king or a wealthy person sort of ruins the dynasty? You see so many stories where it's like a king passes mm. down all his wealth and everything to his son. And then the son just destroys the whole dynasty. So I was like, okay, how do you sort of address that? And what's the answer? And personally, I think is you need to create some sort of adversity within, like within reason, but some sort of adversity within they're within that structure the wealth structure that you have so unless you create some sort of adversity they're not going to value money Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: okay when i had to buy my first car i had to save all of it myself when my kids when my kids uh, buy their first car i might say whatever you save i'll double it so you create like it's a better situation for them by making them value that Mm -hmm. car making them work for it so you got to create some sort of adversity so that they can value it in my
2: personal opinion great man thank you do do you mind saying the the name and the title again one more time
0: yeah so it's misbehaving so the making of behavioural
3: economics by Richard
2: dope Daniel do you want the closing honours
3: nah (laughs) thank you very much for listening to episode 26 of take flight podcast we hope you've enjoyed it have a great week god bless
2: take off